Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. Hey guys, I'm so pleased to be back. Miss y'all last week. Uh, two weeks on the road. Now we're rolling. I wanted to talk about Coach K and give him his flowers. Yes, the Duke Blue Devils lost in Coach K's final game at Cameron. But, guys, sports doesn't always have fairy tale endings. Whoever goes out on that floor, competes, and plays the hardest is going to win the given game. But it's more than just this game for Coach K. Look at his resume. 42 years as the head coach at Duke. If you're somewhere for 42 years, folks, you're doing something right. I wanted to talk on his resume real quick. He's led the Duke Blue Devils to five national championships, 12 Final Fours, 15 ACC championship titles, and 13 ACC regular season titles. Man, the resume speaks for itself. And you know what? It's time. Coach K is now 75 years of age, and he's a big family man, gave everything he had to Duke, and there is absolutely nothing left to prove. Yes, post-game, he was not happy about how his team played on Saturday, but he is very, very happy on how his team played and competed all season long. You're going to have a bump in the road. This was one, and he wants his team to view this, guys, as a learning experience. You know, fuel them to go and get this thing. And when I say that thing, the whole thing, the championship title, a good farewell for the Coach K, the greatest college basketball coach this sport has ever seen. I'm very, very excited when I talk about Coach K. And post-game, it really hit me. It hit me because I know that Coach K and his family are very, very close. He knows that family is more important than basketball. And his family has made it so basketball can be the most important thing in his life. And without that family support, he stated, he would not be the superior coach that he was and is in college basketball history. I want to talk about some other games in the NBA. I'm going to switch from college to the pros real quick because basketball brilliance was on display. Yes, JD just said that because Saturday night, LeBron James took on the Golden State Warriors and had 50 Six points. Man, 19 for 31 from the field and just putting on a clinic with all the stars out in L.A. He said to Matthew Stafford, Super Bowl winning QB. Brown said, I ain't going to have you in the building if I ain't putting on a show. And he put on a show. You know, uh, L.A. is the city of champions. We know that. LeBron, expectations for him are at an all-time high even with Bron getting older, but I really feel Bron is not being negative towards this season. Yes, they have had a rocky start thus far, and they have to pick it up uh, being in the second half of the season now, but AD is not back. LeBron has to do what he can with whoever is out there. 
you know, one or two guys need to step up for him. We saw it's been Malik Monk. THT has been okay. And Russell Westbrook, that has been the story, folks. Russ played all right on Saturday, but he must play turnover-free basketball down the stretch. You know, Bron is an all-time great, but an all-time competitor. If Russ isn't showing up for him, they're going to talk to Vogel and put him on the bench. You know, it's already been in discussion with Russell Westbrook coming off the bench. I don't know if his ego will allow that to happen. But if I'm Russ, you do whatever is best for the team. Basketball is a team sport. It happens to be one of the best in the world. But if you're not competing at your best, you have to take a back seat. And LeBron James, man, he's not the wash king yet. You know, people are counting them out, saying it's Giannis's league, Jokic, Embiid, Luka, Trey, etc., etc. But Bron is saying, I'm still here. I'm here to stay, and I'm going to play the game of basketball all the way till my son Bronny is going to be in the league. So a lot to be said about Bron on Saturday. They did it against the second best team in the Western Conference, folks. LeBron didn't have 56 on no chump. Uh, he did it against the Goats. So uh, I wanted to wrap that up. It was so, so exciting. It being a primetime game, stars in the building. LeBron James shooting well from deep as well. Um, I love to see that. You know, LeBron drive, finish at the cup, hit the mid-range. But when the three is falling, he is tough to stop. And uh, transitioning into Sunday's games, also a wonderful, wonderful day of basketball. How about Jason Tatum in TD Garden having 54 against the Brooklyn Nets, 16 for 30. I'm going to shout out Kevin Durant and not in a positive light here. Where were you when it comes to guarding Jason Tatum? He's a big dude. You're about seven feet. You know, Kyrie Irving on him. Patty Mills at times on him. We can't see that. We need you to step up when the lights shine the brightest. Not everyone else on the floor besides you guarding Tatum. I like you as a defensive player. Show up big. I know you're coming off an injury and you want to ease your way back in. But you guys needed a win and you blew it down the stretch. JT was feeling it. Um, he's already matched the great Larry Bird uh, when it comes to most 50-point games in Celtic history. The young fella already matched Larry Legend, which is just big time in my opinion. Um, and the Celtics showed that they're the better team right now than the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, maybe not star power-wise, but hottest right now, it goes out to Boston, and I give Boston's coaching staff a lot of credit, folks. They turn this season around. They're going to be a playoff team for sure, and let's see if they can make some noise in the hard-headed East because it's a tough conference. A lot of teams are competing at a high, high clip right now, and we'll see if Boston can make that next step. Uh, you know, one more leap of faith. And I think what's big time for the Celtics is Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart are playing good, good basketball. Marcus Smart is now running the PG 
for Boston, and it seems to be working out. He's making the right play, the right pass. Jalen Brown and JT are not selfish towards one another. Open shot. Let's knock it down. Best available shot on the floor or play on the floor. The Boston Celtics are going to tackle that moment. And I really, really think it was very important to keep Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum together, folks. It is working out. It will work out in the future as well. They are close brothers on and off the floor. And I really, really think the Boston Celtics are in very, very good hands when it comes to their future. Transitioning over, how about Nikola Jokic, one of my favorites, the point forward. I don't call him a power forward. I call him a point forward. He can handle. He can pass. He can finish around the rim. He can shoot. He had 46 on Sunday, 16 for 22 from the field, and a win in overtime. I really, really am so impressed with Jokic with everything he can do. He's the MVP of last year in the MVP running for this year. It is just a wonderful thing what he brings to this sport. Someone we have not seen a lot of. Someone who can do everything. I want his defense to get a little better uh, when it comes to guarding on the post, but his offensive game is so, so complete. And I think the Nuggets, yeah, no Jamal Murray, this year and no Michael Porter Jr., but Jokic is doing everything he can with the role players out there. And I think that is so, so special. And I'm really proud of him and how he plays and how he competes. High minutes, high basketball intensity, playing both ends of the floor, as I mentioned. And uh, Denver's in really, really good hands when Murray comes back. Let's talk about Chris Middleton. Let's talk about the Bucks. Let's talk about the defending champions. Let's talk about Chris stepping up when it mattered most and Giannis was in foul trouble. Let's talk about Drew Holiday and the impact he has on both ends of the floor, folks. Chris Middleton had 44 against the Phoenix Suns on Sunday. He was 16 for 27. It was just a historic night. Chris Middleton shows that he's way more than just a number two on a given team. He's a number two on a championship team, folks. That is a big, big difference. You need a one-two punch. You need a big three to win the whole thing. And he carries his percentage of that load and shows up big time whether it fill the stat sheet, whether it's defensively, whether it's passing, shooting, or taking it to the cup. I'm a big fan of Chris. I think the Milwaukee Bucks have a chance at repeating if he plays at a high, high clip. Yes, we will have to see how the Bucks do against the Phoenix Suns with CP3 and with Buck. On Sunday, they were without both, so the Bucks should win the game. But uh, just awesome performances this weekend by some of the stars in our league. I always joke that after football season, after the Super Bowl, there's a little bit of a lull. But not for me, folks. I'm an NBA guy. We are diving into big-time performances right away in the month of March. And guess what else comes in the month of March? I touched upon it earlier when I'm talking about Duke and Coach K. But how about talking about March Madness as a whole? Man, I cannot wait. Just like the NBA, 
this year where anyone can win. There are a number of teams in college basketball that can win the whole thing. I think it is a type of year where the hottest team wins the national championship, not necessarily the best team. So we are in really good hands, folks. March is a wonderful month when it comes to passing that orange around, as my boy Craig Kellogg says. It it is awesome. And yeah, I gave my predictions two weeks ago on college basketball finalists, but I really give two teams a very, very good chance when it comes to winning the whole thing. And I'm going to start with Duke. As I mentioned, I started with Kentucky and Auburn a few weeks back, but I'm going to throw a team in that you might not think I would throw in, the UCLA Bruins. They play big-time basketball. Juzang, Haquez, I mean, they have a lot of guys following that one-two punch. Um, I think the team is in really, really good hands. Yeah, they sit at the 13 overall, but I must, must say, watch out for Coach Mick's team. They are just remarkable. Um, I really feel that way. They have a f- all five out there compete at a high clip, and Coach Mick praises defense. We saw UCLA go far last year. They brought their guys back. They added a few pieces, and now they are ready. Sleeper pick. Maybe not to win the whole thing. I hope so. But to get in that Elite Eight or Final Four, once again, the UCLA Bruins. Yeah, it was great talking to you guys this week. Uh, I missed y'all last week. You know I love doing this week to week. Um, And I got the greatest fans in the world. Everyone can tweet their March Madness picks to me on Twitter at JDSports1. I'll respond as soon as I can. And uh, March is just a fabulous month with everyone choosing teams, brackets, who you think's going to win it all. It's a lot of good all around. So uh, I got the best producing team in the world. I love my fam. I'm in the Sunshine State doing what I have to do. Let's wrap this season up well. I want big time games down the stretch for college basketball and NBA. And it looks like it's been happening already. Tuning out, folks. Love y'all. J.D. out.